0: Welcome to We Are The Universe, a pro wrestling podcast devoted to positive conversation with fans of wrestling. Uh, We are exclusively focused on NXT UK, for the time being at least. I am Kyle West. I am the man behind this show. I'm the man behind your Instagram and Twitter accounts, We are NXT UK. Uh, I am not going to waste much time here because what was planned to be a quick 30-minute listen for you uh, discussing episode 31 of NXT UK ended up being, for me, a 60-minute conversation uh, with a great guest just talking about the show that we we love. Uh, And I would like to just um, mention at the start of this as well is that the guests on this show, I don't know. Uh, You're going to meet someone now, uh, Stephen Keith. Uh, from, well, he's living in Nottingham. He's not from Nottingham. Uh, you will find out about him and his wrestling background just as I'm finding out about it. Uh, this show, it's the reason it's called We Are The Universe. It's because we are the fans. Like everyone's talking about, you've got one company calling their fans their universe. You've got another new company saying they're going to change the universe. Well, you know what? We are the universe. Us fans, the talent in the ring, everything. And we're going to just praise it. We're going to not have any of this negativity uh, going on, all this negative talk that social media is full of. The gimmick here is that it's all about just enjoying what we're watching and finding something to enjoy in everything. Uh, and that is absolutely possible in wrestling. That's, that is why wrestling is so goddamn amazing. So I will end the show with a few words. But for now, let's go straight over to my conversation that I had with, uh, with Stephen just before recording this intro for you, it's a great listen, a little bit of introduction to Stephen at the start, and then we just get cracking on NXT UK episode 31, which came from Phoenix, and I think just a great breakdown of what was a really great hour of television. So I'll see you on the other side. Thank you for tuning in, and thank you for supporting us. Stephen, welcome to We Are The Universe. Thank you very much. Hello, Cal. Yeah, it's great to to have you here. So you're the first guest on the show. Uh, I just want to sort of uh, quickly find out where you're from and what your sort of wrestling fan pedigree is. So uh, talk to me. Tell me a bit about yourself. My wrestling
1: background is about 92. I started watching um, with my granddad at the time. British wrestling was the thing you watched with your granddad on Saturday afternoon. And then, as is the way, you branch further afield into something you enjoy, and I found WWE. Um, having looked at it, I remember Survivor Series 92 was my first pay-per-view. Bret Hart, Shawn
0: Michaels
1: was the main event. Oh, wow, yeah. Um, it was great. I actually went back and watched a YouTube clip on it, 25 minute match and looking back it's held up really well for my first exposure into it I watched up until about mid-attitude era which made me a teenager and as is the way with these things I grew away from it a little bit Yeah, yeah. and then I found as an adult I was like I really want to reconnect with this thing that I loved as a teenager and to my oddly to start with surprise it it was great um the product is if anything better than i remember it's a very
0: different product but it, for me a better product so have you been to an nxt uk event since uh, since it launched i have not
1: um i've looked at it and scheduling's never quite worked out but um Being from Scotland, I've noticed they've just announced some new shows today, one of them being in Glasgow. Um, Being in Nottingham, there's a temptation they do the download thing every year. That also tempts me, so I would be absolutely shocked if I've not been to one by summer.
0: Yeah, Uh, It's on the the 2019 bucket list then.
1: Yeah, it's it's absolutely there. Um, It will have happened
0: at some point. Oh, obviously, as we uh, as we're recording this, uh, the it's been less than an hour since uh, episode 31 of NXT Ed, and uh, today obviously they announced the dates as you said for for the next three sets of tapings. Um, well, the three sets that we know about. Uh, I have a feeling that they're still going to record at uh, WrestleMania Access. I think they'll film uh, something over there. But uh, yes, we've got Glasgow. Uh, we talk we talk about struggling to get make uh, schedules work. Glasgow is probably off my schedule given that I'm in Cardiff. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wow. And uh, download uh, probably isn't my scene. Download. I've, I've been tempted to go previously just for just for the wrestling, which is probably the wrong reason to go to, to download. But uh, uh, probably wouldn't go there for the music myself. Uh, I got my eyes on Plymouth though. Uh, I was at the Plymouth tapings actually. Uh, they did last year. Quite enjoyed. I didn't get a chance to see much of the uh, much of the city. So I think if I do Plymouth again. Uh, this year, I'll definitely sort of plan more time there just to get a proper look around. I'm not even sure if there's much to look around at in Plymouth, but there's only one way to find out uh, with Yeah, that?
1: absolutely. With regards to the download not being your thing, it's odd. It almost the mi- the music and the wrestling thing kind of mimics for me that in my teenage years, that was kind of my thing. Yeah. heavy Heavy rock and wrestling, I've since grown away from heavy rock, came... Grew away from wrestling, came back to wrestling. I can't see myself going back to the no. heavy rock. <laughs> well, you uh, never know.
0: If you go to download, you never know. You might <laughs> you it could, might end it could, up...
1: It could be a game changer. There are a couple of good things there, but in general, looking at it, um, for the
0: most part, not quite my scene. The funny thing with the download one is I think that, well, at least I I personally have always expected them to announce download as a, as a tape in... Uh, for them, uh, for them this year. So I was, I wasn't surprised when that came up. I, I had been hoping that Glasgow was going to get, uh, was going to get revealed as a, a destination for this year. Uh, so I was really happy to see that crop up. I was surprised that Plymouth is the first, um, first venue they're going back to. Yeah, I, I don't really know why, but um, they it, it must get a good deal down there, I guess. I, I kind of thought from comments triple h has made that they would um, try and tick off more and more towns or cities before they started revisiting places i definitely thought wales was going to be on the uh the agenda and you would have thought you know belfast or, or somewhere over in um, northern ireland or even over in, in southern ireland might have been a uh, a target for them but uh but no back to plymouth so but you never know there's probably going to be two more tapings later in the year as well so might be an opportunity. To well, have- yeah.
1: Cardiff would make sense. It's where Mark Andrews Cardiff, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, Mark Andrews. And also, the whole, I mean, for me, I think Devlin's one of the shining stars of uh, NXT UK, and Ireland, for me, I will be absolutely shocked if it's not tail end of this year. I'm actually surprised it wasn't on this list.
0: Yeah, they're going to go over there soon, I think, particularly um, you know, you've know, got OTT who are doing big things over there, so you've got to assume that they're they're going to be headed over there. I, I would like to think they'll time it with a big push for, for Jordan Devlin, as you said, but uh, you know, we'll see. We'll keep an eye on that anyway as we go. Right, so we've done a little bit of an introduction there. Um, I want to get in and start talking about this week's episode of NXT. That's why we're here. Uh, it's episode 31 of the show, which is incredible. I know we had the double, the double episodes for a while, uh, but I find it nuts to think that we're on hour 31 of NXT UK. You know, it's, It almost seems like an old show. Uh, but actually, it's incredibly, incredibly brand new. Well, I think it found
1: its feet pretty quickly, which let's not be surprised, given the expertise behind the yeah. product. But also, it does, it feels, it did for me, it didn't feel correct straight away, but they have found feet very quickly. And it now just feels like it's became part of a weekly schedule that I'm like, right how did how was that not always a thing
0: yeah it's the only it's the only wrestling show that i watch um at the time it airs religiously each week uh you know i obviously being in the uk and uh, the 205s the nxts uh the well all the WWE products all air at like one in the morning or i think three in the morning for for 205 live uh so this is the only one that realistically i can as a a near thirty-three-year-old man uh, with with children uh, watch a comfortable <laughs> hour, uh, and for it is just destination viewing. Though sometimes I'll be backed up by an episode or two of the other shows, but actually for NXT UK, that is my my week is almost based around getting to that Wednesday evening and watching it. So yeah, the fact we're in episode thirty-one now is great. You know, we're gonna be we're gonna be at episode fifty soon enough. That's, uh, that's that seems crazy, and the amount of hours that people talk about how this show was just created because of. World of Sport, but you know we're talking about 31 episodes. and have obviously got the 32nd film. They've done uh, multiple two-hour uh, specials. On, they've probably got about 45 hours just a pure UK division um, uh, product on the network, which I, I think it's only ever going to grow as well. I think I think that's incredible uh, from where we are.
1: I would agree with that, and I th- I think the strength already of the roster is mind-blowing. In all honesty, Absolutely. I think. Let's not be shocked with it being WWE, but some
0: indies would
1: kill for the
0: depth and
1: just how it's played out already.
0: Yeah, we're going to talk about one or two um, new names coming into the show as well now as we break it down. But yeah, the roster, our roster is just getting tighter and tighter. So um, obviously the show started with a, a nice little video package for the um, what was going to be the main event of the episode, which was Tony Storm and Rhea Ripley in their um, their championship rematch. Take over Blackpool. Uh, a really nice video package I thought made it feel like a really big deal. Um the it's it's funny to think actually that this is probably one of you could argue there's only been two real foods, long-lasting foods in NXT UK so far. And for me, that would be the um Jordan Devlin and Travis Banks, uh ongoing food, and then this the Tony Storm Rhea Ripley one. And I, I think they did a really good job of of selling it in that video package to open the show, and I will just say as well, I do think NXT UK does the best video packages um, out of all the uh, all the current shows on WWE Network. Uh, how did you find this? Did it get you psyched up for the episode? Yeah, I mean it's probably a budget thing, but those
1: those videos they produce look like a million bucks. They do. They just they, yeah. they look so great, especially I think Rhea Replay looked the part already, but I think actually. NXT, regular NXT UK, do produce the best packages. I think the thing they did, if you watch it with the Street Profit videos, um, a few weeks back on regular NXT, this video, I just think compared to what they do on main roster, and I don't know why it is this way, the videos they
0: produce and the character development is spot on. It's probably because they're, they're not really overproduced at all you know they they look great they sound great they've got great there's great content to them but they still feel very raw uh, no pun intended um they still feel very raw and um and they fit with the show as well you know there's, there's um they're not too flashy and they, they feel gritty still um but yeah i thought, I thought it was a great way to open the show obviously we were still in phoenix um i'd like to just get your thoughts on this now obviously we are the universe is a a positive show uh, I've spoken about this previously about we're all about the positive energy of, of being wrestling fans and all being able to sort of celebrate NXT UK and other wrestling shows that we enjoy. But I think there is something that we do. There's an elephant in the room that we need to address. And there isn't the fact that NXT UK is filmed outside of the UK. I have absolutely zero problem with that. I mean, WWE come to the UK. <laughs> you know, they're an American company. Um, it, it makes perfect sense to be a touring brand. So that, that's not the issue that they filmed in the US at all the issue is that crowd in uh, in phoenix at the access, it was obviously filmed at royal rumble access that crowd is killing the episodes <laughs> right there's, there's no way around it and they were better this week than on uh, than last week but they still weren't we quit.
1: are it's a good week to be talking about this so lafayette for raw was
0: well the Awful. internet's covered it let yeah, yeah. well that's why i'm bringing that delve. up now, so it feels like the right time like you said to be be talking about the crowds. Yeah,
1: let's let's not talk too long on this, I feel because Twitter has it fully covered for us. <laughs> it, 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 it was a shambles and thankfully Smackdown in New Orleans the night after, better, thankfully. This crowd, you know what, better than expected and I think it's maybe to do with the fact that the UK crowds are firstly so different. The it's that football chant feel yeah. that they bring to it and things like that. And I wonder if it's just that whole this was recorded to access thing going on. I I don't mind it. I thought for the uh, World's Collide tournament, it, it worked. But in comparison, especially uh, NXT TakeOver Blackpool and things like that, which was the pinnacle of us showing off, basically. That yeah. was our flexing a muscle, saying... We that are to be bargained with. We are we are great. We and super positive as well. It's just so well so well put across, and it showed up the the Americans this week especially.
0: Yeah, I think the um, when you go to the uh, you won't have seen this from the tapings, but when you go to the tapings and obviously they film like um, uh, three episodes at a time generally, uh, or they always have for the UK one anyway. Are they Andy Shepherd normally is there trying to psych you up in between matches or episodes when obviously they can you know they're not quite getting the reaction they want from from us. And let's be honest, one reason we got the show is because of the crowd, um the UK fans. And you could sort of sense this was obviously the second hour of the three hour block, I guess they would have filmed in. So you could tell at the start of it there's a little bit of that from the uh from whoever was there doing the announcing, you know, just getting the uh Getting the crowd a little bit more energetic, but it still was very flat. And and here's a weird thing for me because I you know I, I hear a lot of people talking on other podcast shows, and you see a lot of people uh, on on the Twitters and Instagrams and such talking about how much they love like American fans now, uh, how much they love what the UK fans are doing on NXT UK, and how much they want to be able to take their shoes off and how uh, for Zach Gibson how they can't wait to to do that themselves and stuff. And I think actually if you had filmed these episodes in full sale. Yeah, where that actually that kind of crowd would have been going, I think you would have seen something where those fans would have thought, right, a bit of role playing in a sense, you know, we're going to be, we're going to do the UK chance. I want to, I want to sing those Zach Gibson songs and, and the Tyler Bates songs and such like. But this being the Royal Rumble access crowd, which I'm not even sure if these people have to pay for tickets or not. I don't know if they just can just get a seat. I wonder actually if these people generally might not even really be familiar with NXT. And so they were certainly, um, are. They didn't really appreciate the talent in the ring, they weren't really engaged with it uh, in a sense they were just there to watch. There's definitely we'll talk about it later on They definitely knew who Tony Storm was. you know she got the biggest pop of the night, but they might have known her more through you know through evolution, um, on the May Young Classic, uh, which would probably make sense. Uh, the, the rest of the roster, and, and it does I love this show, and we're going to talk about how much I love this show, but it does affect the show when you're pretty much a wrestling. Uh, when they're having when they're wrestling to the silence, I think. That's just my feeling, you know. I, I, I feel a little uncomfortable watching it. You know, you just, I, no songs kicking off, no no chance, nothing, nothing going on.
1: I would a hundred percent agree. Um and to give you a bit of background, access is where you go and do the meet and greets with the wrestlers and all that. So the the ring is just off to the side of that. Now you go on a place like Reddit and stuff, you do see there's guys who are buying their tickets almost solely to go and watch part of this This it's like going to a WWE museum effectively, so you go down you have a look, there's lots of costumes lots of belts, and the people who aren't actually necessarily interested in doing like a photo op or an aut- autograph, go and see these guys so you will get something that's how you end up with this mixed crowd you end up with a part, yeah I know what's going on here I'm engaged and you get the other half, which is Nothing wrong with this. Just want to watch some wrestling, but don't necessarily know the guys that are in there. So you you get the idea of why they aren't as hyped for it, but it does make an effect of the product you see because I think there's got to be a feed. There's got to be a feed that goes between the wrestlers and the crowd and back and forth. Oh, definitely. That The better the crowd, the, the better you perform. Not necessarily from a technical point of view,
0: but just an adrenaline point of view. Surely, yeah. And I think that they retreated some good wrestling in this hour in particular as well. I mean, we opened with Mark Andrews and uh, Flash Morgan Webster taking on uh, Joe and Mark uh, Coffey. Uh, something about Mark Andrews' music opening a show just works. You know, he, he's got that. He's just just the song choice, the way he comes out. Uh, he tends to. He, he does open a lot of. Um, a lot of the live shows when they when they're taping episodes and it just it just works, isn't it? You see when his music kicks off the show, and I don't know if that's an interest, if that's a weird spot for him to be in because, yeah, he's getting them. Um, generally, NXT UK works that you tend to get a a longer opening match, a pretty long main event, and you either get two shortish ones in the middle, or if you've got a third match, like if you just got three matches like we had on this one, you do get a long one there in the middle. But I feel like Mark Andrews is is not gonna sort of be able to get elevated into that. Main event scene right now because he's such a cheery guy just to open the show and that was the same year I thought. Yeah, I, th- I think he's great in ring performer, but
1: this match was really interesting because looking at it on paper them coming out and the coffees are huge, they are big guys and I was looking at it going, I just wondered if it was going to be a bit of a squash. Yeah, it was a slow start. But by no means did we get a squash here, which was great to see. I actually thought it was a, I thought it was a slow start, and then thankfully the crowd got into it because some of the spots later on in this match are
0: brilliant. Yeah, particularly after Flash Morgan, uh Flash Morgan Webster got tagged in, and he went off on his little uh, his little bender, uh, <laughs> running round and hit, hitting a lot. Yeah, like you said, hitting a lot of big spots. And I thought actually, yeah, like you said, a bit slow early on. It was very, uh, very much a sort of the, the Coffees were dominating through strength and power, weren't they, for quite a while, you know, and um they were working on Andrews uh, in particular for quite some time. And I think that when yeah, when Flash got, got tagged in and they hit started hitting his quick offense, sort of turned the match round and um I th- I thought it was a really good match actually. Uh, I did I did think at one point that uh, Andrews and Webster had got the win. I can't remember the spot exactly that it went into, but I thought I thought that was it. And I was at that moment before the the referee didn't count... I was thinking, wow, this will be an interesting defeat for Joe Coffey. Because, uh, you know, I'm assuming he's still going to stay in the in the main title picture. But obviously, if that wasn't to be. Uh, obviously, Flash ended up eating, eating the pin. But, yeah, what was your overall thoughts on this match then? I thought it was
1: great. I thought it was an amazing opening match. Um, I must say that I wonder if the crowd got into it because it felt like a very first half, a very British match. Yeah. And the second half felt like a very American match. Yeah. It it became the high fly, we were going through the ropes, we were getting all the big spots, and then ultimately it was just a good a solid bit of wrestling at the end that got coffees over the line. And I will admit that I on paper thought this is this is squash, coffees have got this. And there was a complete a complete change from me. I, I thought that Andrews, um, had got the win at one point, yeah. and then it just it just fell away and came to the expected result. Um, but a great,
0: great advertisement for the UK's uh, oh, NXT. Yeah, and I think, like you said, I think it was the right winners given what's going on in the show right now. What I will say is that for, uh, for Mark Andrews and and Flash Morgan Webster, who, you know, we we currently have um heel tag team champions, so obviously they're going to generally be going up against babyface uh, com- competition and I think actually outside of mustache mountain the only problem we've got on the show right now because it's such early days for the tag team division is we do have a little bit of a a sort of a lack of credible babyfaces to face uh, Gibson uh, Gibson and Drake and uh, you'd almost look and think, well, Andrews and Webster are probably going to be those ones. But unfortunately, they're in a difficult spot where they do need to keep losing against against the teams that they're trying to elevate themselves. So it does it does leave it interesting to see who who Zach Gibson and James Drake can take on um, as credible opponents who aren't moustache mounting. You know? I don't think we're going to get that that rematch anytime soon. I think you I think you, you wait on that one for, for a couple of months. I would agree you wait on
1: it. And it's just a shame because Mustache Mountain are great. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the total superstars in the making.
0: Yeah, um, the uh, obviously followed the match with. Um, there was a very short but sweet uh, video package for Nina Samuels. Uh, I think it just was there to sort of remind remind you that she's on the show. Um, I was, I as I watched this, I thought to myself, you know, we, we all think that Ginny is the obvious next challenger for Tony. They've just really. Um, Particularly, it was well, basically, the Blackpool tapings um, in the episode they taped before TakeOver, and then which Ed is the first one afterwards, and then in the, uh, the episodes that followed that, there was just a real new, ag- aggressive Ginny um, that was shown to us that we hadn't seen in the previous episodes. And Ginny's, I mentioned this on Twitter previously, on, on, on the Twitter account, her physique is looking fantastic right now. You know, she's a very small framed uh, lady, but she's uh, incredibly toned. Right now, and it and it just goes with this vicious, this vicious fighter thing she's got going on. But I think we all sort of assume that she's next for Tony. But I'm wondering actually if you, if you hold off on that match as well, and you keep building Ginny, and actually is Nina Samuel's going to be the next one who's going to go into a little bit of a a, a small mini feud, perhaps at the Coventry tapings, which will cover six weeks worth of episodes. You know, do you do you push? Nina Samuels as the, as the opponent. I know at first Nina wasn't getting any wins, but that's changed now. She's she's got some wins under um, under her now. So and they face each other in the first women's match on NXT UK. So I don't, what do you think? Do you think do you think Nina might be next for Tony? I would like to see Nina next, if
1: only because as positive as I want to be, I'm not quite there with Jenny yet. Okay, I I believe it's going to get there something's not quite hitting for me but it's quite clear that it's not it's not a bust it's just we're getting there just if you keep going I think it's I think there's a worthwhile work to be put there Um, and we will get as an in-ring talent I have got no problems whatsoever but I just think something needs me to click something makes me need to care that, that feud, because that
0: feud des- deserves to be huge. Yeah, I mean, it has been um, as well. I mean, you, I don't want to obviously dwell too much on other promotions, but have you watched Ginny uh, wrestling any of the promotions?
1: No, this is me okay. coming fresh
0: to Ginny. Yeah, yeah. That's an interesting perspective because I, I was familiar with Ginny, very familiar with Ginny, and I've seen her live uh, quite a few times as well. But um, but so I've obviously seen her and Tony Storm food um, in other companies. And, you know, that, the great thing about NXT UK is that they have actually alluded. To the speed, you know, for for you as a company with fresh eyes, you're hearing a little bit about Ginny and, and Tony and their history, but actually, we haven't really seen any of that on, on WWE. They've created a little bit of history by, you know, they uh, Tony knocked her out of the, the Mae Young Classic, uh, she knocked her out of the uh, the tournament to crown the first uh, UK, uh, NXT UK women's champion. So, um, it's interesting to hear that about Ginny, but yeah, I, I think Nina, I think Nina's up next because I, I think you hold off on Tony going straight into that into that Ginny feud which you know, I'm thinking we might be getting a takeover I think about June or or July uh, I know they haven't announced anything yet but there's definitely going to be one coming I would have thought in the summer so maybe that's when you pull the trigger on, on the Ginny match but yeah it was a very sweet video package and actually we ended up with about three video packages in a row um, there was the the Nina Samuels one and then we got hit with one I loved I'm, I'm not afraid to say I loved this the Jordan Devlin on the Irish Beach <laughs> selfie video now I mean, the background noise, it's a shame they couldn't take anything out of it because obviously there was a lot of wind, uh, which I just love because you just know he's literally just filmed that on his own phone uh, on that beach, uh, assuming was actually on an Irish beach. <laughs> it wasn't just over in the UK filming something, uh, <laughs> over in, uh, in England. Uh, the, I, don't, I personally don't like when they bring the name up in front of it. That's the same with all the WWE shows. I'd rather they just cut straight into the, the selfie video. Um, but I thought I loved the scenery. I mean, there's little things I love. And even before NXT UK was announced and we thought we were going to get a show, a weekly show, I was thinking about how could this UK show look different? And I was imagining, you know, I was imagining promos being cut in pubs, you know, British pubs, and with, you know, with Cascales and all that, all that. That's what I was imagining how our show would look different, you know. And then when he's on just on this beach and it doesn't look like a California beach, you know, it's not all sand and stuff. It was all it was all bloody stones, <laughs> you know, and it was just it just looked and felt very British, I thought. And yeah, and
1: he he looked the superstar that he's going to become oh, in yeah. that video. Um, we've had this week, we've had the Kevin Owens comeback videos, which are quite clearly done on like iPhones or whatever. And it's quite clear that this has been done exactly the same way, just on a phone. And it, what a great use of technology. Just yeah. don't. Gone are the days, if you listen to people like uh, Bruce Pritchard and stuff doing their stuff from back in the day, and they tell you about having to grab four camera guys to do the shot somewhere. I love the fact that we're now, we're past that. Let's just grab an iPhone. Let's just, let's just shoot. Let's just do a thing. Um, And it's, in theory, low production cost, but is... Equally as effective as any stuff I remember watching from the nineties and things, oh, where it's quite yeah, clear that we're using hundred grand cameras and stuff, um, and I love that. And but it does depend on the product in front of you. And when it's people like Kevin Owens, and when it's people like Jordan Devlin, you know you're going to just get sold, and you're going to buy, you're going to buy every word that man is giving you because he is great. He is going to be. A top
0: end superstar if they give him the right angle. Oh yeah, he's um he's a future NXT UK champion without any oh, doubt. You know, every, I think, every day of the week. Yeah, I think everyone assumed that the um well before uh Walter showed up, you know, I assumed that um it was headed to uh, onto onto Joe Coffey, but uh, Devlin looked. You know, you you look at three or four. You try to look ahead at the next maybe three NXT UK champions and Jordan Devlin is probably in that three for me. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and and I do think he's one of the ones who I can see him eventually transitioning to the North American NXT um, down the line. And you can see him going on the main roster at some point as well. But uh, obviously the content of this promo, he was, uh, well, he was making it very clear that the Travis Banks feud is not over and it's going to carry on. And uh, I think he pretty much, I think his words were saying that he's not finished with, with Travis yet. Uh, I love I love this. I'm loving this food. Um, are Are you psyched for it? Where does it even go? Where does the food go from here? You know, it carried. It was in World's Collide as well. You know, it's been, it's been yeah. carried over. I I have no clue, and I love that. I love the
1: fact that you can usually call several moves further down, but I can I I can see, maybe slightly blinkered, but I see Devlin as coming out of it stronger at the other end. But I see it being a great thing for Travis Banks to be involved in because I don't think he's by any means bad, but I think I don't think he's maybe particularly in the same league as Jordan Devlin. Mm. But you get two you get certain performers who will pull world class performances out of another. And I get the feeling that Devlin Devlin could be in the ring with anyone. And you just get the feeling you're just and he's, gonna, he's just going to promote you, and he's going to make you look great. And when you get someone who's more than competent in Travis Banks, you're going to get a feud that's worth watching. But I don't know. I just don't know where they're going to go with it. But that excites me. That excites me because it makes sure that I tune in every week wanting to
0: see where we go with this. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm, I'm loving that. That food so far. Uh, following that package, we got hit with the third one of the, the three in a row that I mentioned, uh, and this was a video package for Kaylee Ray, uh, who, um, I was wondering if, I was actually thinking about this the other day, I was like, I feel like the shows have forgotten about them, because we are, uh, we did four Blackpool episodes on the second, so we're actually in the sixth episode since TakeOver, and we've had no mention of, uh, of Kaylee Ray uh, since, since her appearance uh, at TakeOver, so obviously, um, she's surely debuting at the Coventry the Coventry tapings. Um, what did you think of this little package for her? Are you familiar with her at all from the May I'm Young not, classic
1: movie? I'm, I'm aware of the May Young classic stuff, and that's about it. Um, but once again, looks the part. The videos look great, but I will say that that female division on UK NXT is starting to look very stacked.
0: Oh, very. Uh, it is. It is uh, now particularly yeah with the signings of uh, Kaylee Ray and uh, Jazzy uh, Gabe, Gabe. I think you pronounce it are saying that way and there's rumors that um Piper Niven is coming back on the books um yeah that that whole division is they're assembling Zaya. pretty much the best of the best of the yeah. British scene
1: Zaya Brook side you, know, yeah, you know yeah great. you know just yeah just everything just that might be the strongest division in in NXT UK at the moment to be honest with you I would I would have no problems with putting myself out there and saying that
0: yeah I think you might be right on that one and I've got a funny story about uh Kayleigh Ray and um, the at, I was in front row at Takeover uh, Blackpool, and they I hadn't clocked that they'd just moved two people out of seats. I would, basically there was a guy sat next to me who I didn't know, and then there's the two seats next to him. They moved two people uh, briefly and got um, got uh, Jazzy to sit in there, and I didn't realise at first that that Kaylee Ray was sat next to her as well because uh, Jazzy's just this, you know, she's monstrous in her size. So I was a few beers deep at that point because you've got to be in the front row, otherwise you end up like the crowd at this <laughs> for these NXT UK episodes where you don't make a single noise but um and I remember they bought them out before well they were in some other package so it was before they started filming them uh on the actual on the live feed uh, and I turned out and I was like oh my god Jazzy and I was like I was uh not I wouldn't say I'm, I kind of probably was marking out actually uh I was like it's brilliant I, I was saying to I was just chatting to normally I said you know, Congratulations. You know welcome to." Welcome to the show, NXT UK. Um, you know, well done. Because obviously, she had injury problems that had stopped her joining WWE uh, before. And then it was only when I, I think I moved or she moved her shoulder. And then I just saw Kaylee Ray behind her. And I, I, I think my exact words were, holy F, it's Kaylee Ray <laughs> as well. And I was like, and I was apologizing to Kaylee then for ignoring her before uh, when I was congratulating Jazzy. Uh, because I was saying I literally didn't even see that. And I was obviously you know it was just um, again just congratulating both women on it and you could tell how happy they were they didn't they weren't speaking back but they were very uh, acknowledging what i was saying i think they were waiting for the cameras to start rolling on them and i thought you could see it in the footage on the tv but just there was like an, there was an aura they were giving off there in person uh, that was un und un, unmistakable uh, that how happy they were to go on the show and we haven't seen jazzy again since but you know jazzy's going to be a hell of an addition because she's she is a beast, and the Ka- and Kaylee Ray has got such a good wrestling pedigree uh, behind her. You know?
1: What you're saying there about the happiness of it just seems to come across with everybody. Everybody on this show just seems to be delighted
0: to be a part of it. Which oh, is definitely, yeah. Which yeah. is great to see. Yeah, proud, aren't they? They're, they're, they feel like they're building something. Uh, I don't know if that comes from how they how they get involved, how the producers are involved in the minute you know, from a backstage perspective uh, and what they're doing at the performance center. Uh, But yeah, you definitely, and I all the stuff they say uh, when they're uh, doing interviews and stuff just suggests that so many of them are involved in, uh, in more than we know in making this show come together, you know? And I think that uh, I can't, I can't wait to see those two girls uh, join up. But yeah, I would say Kaylee Ray must be a lock for, for Coventry. If they're running the package now, you know, we've got one more episode from Phoenix, and then we'll have six episodes from Coventry, um, so I would I would assume Kaylee Ray will come in. I think it'll be a slow introduction. She'll I think she'll get some uh, some matches, just to enhancement matches, just to get the crowd familiar with her because she's only had one televised WWE match, and that was obviously her defeat in the first round of the 2017 Mae Young Classic. So she hasn't actually got for how they're building her up. She hasn't actually got any wins under her belt in the company. So I think they'll they'll fix that and correct that, and I think. And that's another opponent for, uh, for Tony, or maybe actually Kaylee Ray's what keeps Ginny busy. Um, Possibly, between, you know.
1: Um, and that's one thing I do like about NXT across the board is they seem to be in no rush with regards to story of witches. Yeah. You know, you're not, and I don't want to speak ill of the man, but no Vince McMahon shooting the idea of just let's just let's just run with something. It's like no. You see things like Gargano, Champa, etc. Exactly, et you know, we're talking a year of a feud being built. Yeah, two years all... really,
0: if you wanted to uh, to go back to when it
1: first started. Yeah, yeah, you're talking, and that's great because that's that's how it should be built. And if they stick
0: with that, to... Um What was your uh, thoughts then on the the next match? Um, because this was Trent Seven against. Uh, Shane Thorne, who was making his debut on NXT UK, he obviously uh, was part of TM Six One, and then I think they were, they were the Mighty. Uh, following that, he's on his own now. He's uh, obviously his partner's left, but he is—he is an Aussie. So we have precedent for having uh, multiple Australians and people from New Zealand and such on on NXT UK. Um, yeah, I want to get your thoughts first before I say anything on the, hey. on this middle match of the show. Solid moves,
1: to be honest with you. Um, exactly what I'd expect mid-card. Um, only negative for me is when I watch Trent Seven these days, I just want to see Mustache Mountain. And that's a shame <laughs> because Trent, yeah. t- Trent Seven is a more than capable singles performer. Um, yeah. I actually like the, I like the physique. He doesn't have that natural kind of, you see a lot of them, with that natural modern day physique and he, he goes a bit old school. The move set is quite old school. He can move like the modern guys, but you get the feeling that it's just more grounded in your that stronger British style. And that's great. Um,
0: but yeah, I thought, just, just to cut in on that for a minute. Yeah. That must be his look. It must be intentional at this point, because obviously he's been on good, good money from WWE for a while now. He has not to work as many dates uh, for the last year, really. Um, uh, to make to make his money and so he has the time to to be working on that physique if he wanted to uh so yeah you, you feel like it is intentional uh the way he looks you know and uh, you would presume. Be, yeah.
1: yeah um and shane thorn i thought was i thought he was great i thought once again got that modern look down i thought the move set was quick your typical it's it's a very typical NXT and NXT UK mid-card match where the moves are quick. Not, we're not talking ricochet quick here, but you know, we're talking about that kind of <laughs> that kind of you know around about the two hundred pound mark, and they can certainly shift bodies when need be. Um, and the technical
0: proficiency throughout the match was was just great. No, I was going to uh, say this, yeah, Thorne... Uh... Thorne, I thought, wrestled a real great mix of uh, just technical wrestling, just some strong style strikes. Um, I noticed that very on, very early on in the match. You know, it was very hard hitting. And um, I think it got even, like, the the strikes, the chops as the match went on. I mean, there was the, the brutal fallout of the ring when um, I think it was Trent had uh, uh, Thorne in the in the leg lock. I can't remember what movie he had him in, but they, they rolled out of the ring. And they hit ringside hard. And then after that it was like um I remember uh Shane Thorne was on the top of the turnbuckle, top rope, Trent goes up there, hits him with some chops, you know, and then they were just going chop for chop in the middle of the ring, and I just thought this was what well, they were well, they were wincing dudes in the chops, but this was a British match, actually. And yeah. sometimes when you watch NXT UK, um you you know they're wrestling a different style. But because it's so familiar, and you, you got you know the UK crowds, and it's in the UK settings, which are normally they're going for these nice, fancy little arenas. Which, um, I say arenas, they're just little halls and stuff a lot of time, but you know, they're nice, old school, very English decor. Um, you kind of just forget that that style is different to what's airing on NXT or on 205 or on Raw or SmackDown. And it was only when I was watching this match in particular, and the whole show was like this in, in this week, but this match in particular in front of a uh, a U.S. crowd that weren't really engaging. It made me realize just how different the style is of our brand, you know, cause yeah, we, there was, it was still very British. And it's the kind of thing that people thought they would take away from the wrestlers when they brought this show out and it's going to be WWE and it's going to be a sanitized version of, you know, whatever complaint anyone wanted to try and make, but actually, no, this is the kind of stuff you'd still see in, in a progress ring or an icw ring or um or attack you know any any other uk promotions uh it's the same style i, I was really impressed with this match i thought that shane Thorne did a, a great showing and if they keep him on nxt uk uh, i think he would be great for that yeah that mid to lower card spot uh with the mark andrews and the flash morgan websters like it feels like there's some good matches uh that could yeah be there. there's
1: there's a good enough mix of styles for that to be a thing. As you say, the hard strikes, which I'm glad they haven't squashed out because it'd be very easy for them to say, we've got a performance centre now, what we're going to try and do is work you guys into a style that we want you to be in. But I have I know the performance centre's new, but there's no indication with these cam kind of matches that that's going to happen. I feel that the, the British style will stay, and that's important because as they progress through the company, it's good to see the different styles throughout, throughout the
0: rosters. Yeah. That's the appeal of all Obviously, having individual brands. And, you know, they're talking about NXT Mexico's or South America's or Japan's, you know, and they're going to have their own different styles. And so when you think, Oh, you know, well, let's send over, let's send Trent seven over to Japan, NXT Japan for, for six episodes. And you expect him to take his British style over, um, over for that. And, uh, yeah I, I thought this match It went on a a fair bit longer than I expected. It was a pleasant a pleasant surprise actually and uh, i I must say that I think if that had had five minutes more uh, that could have been a, a really strong main event. yeah
1: uh, absolutely um just a
0: strong set of matches straight the way through this card. yeah uh, the uh, after that uh, we got a little bit of a promo with um Jack Gallagher. Uh, where he was, uh, obviously, it was mentioned that this was the first time he'd appeared on NXT UK and first time he was seen with the um, with the roster since the Royal Albert Hall show. Um, my my thought on this is that where has this been? Because we are, like we said, we're 31 hours into into NXT UK now, and and Jack Gallagher was there when the show was announced. He was there with the roster. I assumed. That he'd be on the show weekly because he's not, you know, he's not doing an awful lot on 205. He's generally there as backup for, for Drew Gulak. Um, and obviously they've just filmed two two days every six to eight weeks for NXT UK. I always just assumed they would fly him over like they do with Rhea Ripley. Uh he'd do his bits and he'd be a presence on NXT UK from week to week. But obviously he's only ever he's only ever coming over for two nights and then he's going back over to America and carrying on stuff there and I was delighted to see him uh they obviously later announced uh, a match between him and Tyler Bate for next week which I think is going to be fantastic uh it's going to be a definitely be a, a technical match that one I would have thought but yeah how do you feel to see getting the hint that Jack Gallagher I mean I'm hoping it's not just a Phoenix thing I'm hoping he's on it more but how did you feel seeing Jack Gallagher finally on the show well
1: I'm I got happier as it went on. Um, I don't think 205 did a lot great with him, despite the fact that I think he, he's got a really charming gimmick. It's just that, just typically, quintessentially British thing, which the Americans seem to absolutely adore on so many levels. Um, and I do like Gulak. I, I like his thing, but I just think, I, I don't think they've paired that well enough. So him coming back, as was a bit like, I wondered if I cared and then that I saw the announcement I saw the bigger picture with the Tyler Bate thing then I cared then I'm like that's where we're at that's the payoff because if it was a showing face I'm like "Mm, it's a deep enough roster anyway if you're just trying to show face of a bigger name I'm not sure I care but I do want to see this work out. And when I saw the Tyler Bates thing, I was like, yes, here we go. This is this is what we want. Tyler Bates great. Tyler Bates and that's who will bring a, a great performance from Jack Gallagher. And vice versa, that match will be an absolute treat um, from start to finish. And you know if somebody tells me now we're gonna get 20 25 minutes of that,
0: I'd say bring it on. Oh, let's, yeah, definitely,
1: let's yeah. Let, let, let's go full, let's go full in, let's go all in on that, and let's let's have ourselves a treat.
0: Well, speaking of treats, next week we've actually announced um Walter versus uh Cassius ono, uh, which is going to be, I mean, between that, the bait and Gallagher match, and then Grizzled Young Vets against Birch and. Uh, Only Lorcan, which we're going to talk about in a minute, uh, the yeah. that crowd <laughs> are getting spoilt with matches that if you were in the UK putting these matches on, uh, someone could hear my dog walking around uh, downstairs, I apologise, joy <laughs> of laminate flooring. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that crowd is getting spoilt with matches. Um, this, uh, this coming, well I said this next episode they would have had it right away uh right away there but uh yeah some tasty yeah. juicy matches I and mean, um weird that they're putting uh cash so no on the on the show I thought um but well, that's this, gonna be a hell of a match this is
1: news to me actually I didn't know about the Walter thing and it brings up something interesting that I wondered about Walter's size outside there's I just worried about him absolutely tearing through that that men's division, but Cassie Sono now that's a matchup. That's two big guys yeah. that can both move. Well, Let, let's get that happening. That's yeah, that's a treat.
0: Well, it's funny because, yeah, this is a problem Walter's had in the whole um, well, he's obviously been on the UK scene for a while, but yeah, he generally has been a champion at most of the promotions he's been at. Uh, you know, he's had great matches with Jordan Devlin's and um, Tyler Bates, uh, and such, but yeah, I guess you can't keep having you want to save that. Uh, David versus Goliath match for further down. That's a you don't special wanna, thing. Yeah, you don't want it to be the thing every time Walters in a match. So I guess yeah, they probably they might have to bring over some bigger guys from from NXT uh, just just to sort of distract from the fact that eventually there's going to be a very small man versus versus Walter food.
1: Yeah, I mean outside of Mastiff, that's basically it. You know, which I'm I'm all for as well. Um, but Cassie Sono really, that's a that's a cool thing. I like that. And I think, uh, I think that could be really cool because I think Cassius has this thing. He gets misused like that whole, he's just so misused in places. And that's such a shame because he's cool. He's, he's really cool. He, he can sell like nobody else. Mm. And he, for a, as is the way we shouldn't really be shocked by this now, but for a big guy, he can move. Oh, definitely. Yeah. He he is a yeah. serious athletic talent. Well, a lot of
0: them are like that now, though, you know. Yeah, um, you know, Keith Lee. I remember the first time I I'm saw just... Keith Lee, which was about a couple of years ago, and I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. That that shit, was was name, doing.
1: Name... I'm glad you said Keith Lee, because the name was tip of the tongue. I was like, I've got one, I've got... And that's exactly who it is. Keith Lee is the one
0: as well, yeah. I think it's not... It won't be long before we see Keith Lee on... Uh on NXT UK as well you know he's got uh, outside of NXT UK continuity he's got history with a lot of the talent on there um, so I would only assume they do seem to be utilizing some of those people who've got that experience with these wrestlers um, outside of WWE they do seem to be bringing them in onto the show for the one-off appearances and such so I would fully expect that Keith Lee is going to show up on the show at some point uh, we obviously had a um, a big promo segment I don't want to spend too much time on it but uh, it was just building for next week's Match so that was uh Grizzles Young Veterans, uh, that would be James Drake and Zach Gibson. They came out to do a little bit of trash talking uh about Danny Birch and only Lorcan. Now, my main things I've got a couple of points I just want to say. Uh, number one, still no uh, side plates on the the tag team championships, which breaks my heart. Um, because it's been quite a few weeks now, and I would have thought they'd have well, given they would have probably known they were putting the belts on the Grizzles Young Vets, you would have thought there would have been some custom side plates ready. For the moment they won them. Um I have the same issue with Tony. How the hell Tony Storm still hasn't got her own side plates uh is is ludicrous. Yeah, it, it baffles me. I, I assume that when you make these belts with uh changeable um side plates, you'd just you'd think they'd have them ready to go straight away. Um the crowd seemed a little bit more invested, I thought maybe they knew a bit more who Gibson was, or maybe he just gave off the vibe that He's a big deal, and you should listen to him. Uh, I loved his line that he'd rather be back in Liverpool with a pack of biscuits and a cup of tea uh, than in Phoenix in front of the fans. Because I thought uh, that was just quintessential British uh, word. So he didn't he didn't change anything. He called the he called the American fans Yanks, and you know it was still very. It wasn't like we're going to change what we're doing now to to please this audience. He was still very very British, and and the main thing that I took from it actually was that it was great to see Danny Birch back because he hasn't been on it for oh gosh, I mean. You're looking at 25 episodes or so since since he last appeared uh, on on the brand. And he, for me, is just a a no-brainer to be on NXT UK. Another one of those ones they should be flying over. Um, or maybe you should just be working over here. Maybe it's just the literally the partnership with Only Lorcan that's keeping him... Maybe. Keeping him um, I really like this whole section, actually. I really like the
1: dynamic that uh, it's quite clear that Gibson's the mouthpiece. Not to say he can't wrestle, but James Drake you get I like that whole if he's got anything to say it's going to be important because he doesn't say anything yeah just <laughs> just 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 stares a bit moody he
0: doesn't know, need to because really, he's got he's just, got such a good yeah, stickman in uh, in Zach Gibson next to him
1: yeah just why why would you you know why well, would you speak if, if I have Zach Gibson next to me, I'd just let him do all the talking for everyone. Yeah. I'd, just, I'd just write down instructions to him, let him do his thing. And that, I love the fact, no toting down the accent, go go in And then, yeah, the whole, the whole section's really good. I thought, yeah, I loved how heal they are. As well, yeah, yeah, they, the, the they're old school, out, aren't they? Yeah the, yeah, the the diving out of the ring, wanting no part of it until they have to. You know, they're just they're great champs. I wasn't sold on it entirely to start with. Once again, because my love of Mustache Mountain, but jeebers, <laughs> they are, they are great. They they are heel up to the nines. They they have they have read the book and some more on how to be a heel tag team.
0: Oh yeah, they've done I mean they've built that on the indie scene, you know, and I'm glad to see it come on board onto NXT uh, UK because uh, there's so much more to come from them and I think that the uh uh Zach Gibson has yet to really ever get his comeuppance in WWE <coughs> and I think that when that moment happens, uh it's when he loses presumably when they drop the belts eventually, I think that's going to be such a huge pop for whoever Whoever takes the gold off them, you assume it's going to be Moustache Mountain uh, eventually, but uh, we'll, we'll see, I guess. Um, obviously, yeah. we had the match announcements for next week. And then we got the uh, the main event, uh, the match we've been building to for quite a few weeks now. It was the NXT Women's Championship was on the line. Tony Storm in her first, uh, well, first match, actually, since uh, she won it, take over Blackpool. And uh, first certainly her first title defence. I said earlier that I thought um, Tony got the the loudest pop uh, of anyone there, uh, I think due to the familiarity people have got with her from her other appearances away from NXT UK. Uh, I loved Rhea sort of doing the dirty start before the bell went and really, um, uh, again, this was just another match where that British strong style and just that hard hit in wrestling was just on show, I thought. That's not to say that these guys
1: can't technically wrestle, but I love the fact that it's quite clear these guys hate each other yeah and it's just it was just a scrap and it was just and that came from that came from the start rhea ripley i've, I've got all the time in order for a dirty start <laughs> yeah. let's let's go and um, referee did the right thing held back and waited for the the belt to ring but didn't hold back for too long so i didn't i wanted to see this i wanted to see rhea ripley come straight out of the gates and Absolutely, go for it, and she did. And this was just a this was just a beating from both sides. It, good pendulum swings here and there, but it was a total highlight. I really liked this match. The crowd seemed to be in, and
0: yeah, it was a treat from start to finish for me. I love the um the inverted clover leaf that Rhea does. Uh, the now don't get right. Like look at Tony. It, it always looks worse when she's locking it in because when she's locking it in because the way they, their bodies ragdoll. Uh, you're almost like oof and the longer she holds it it does look cool but you think oh actually it's not i, I don't feel as impressed as when i saw you lock it in but it does look better on like your um when she did to zaya brookside uh what two weeks ago yeah uh, that i mean that i was there live for that as well and that, that was god it didn't look natural when she locked her in but, because zaya is obviously smaller and uh you know so bendy and i just it looked great on her but i thought it looked really good on tony and there was loads of uh like you said it wasn't Really, a wrestling match, but when they did the little wrestling moves like the inverted cloverleaf and stuff, they really stood out uh, because because it was a brawl for the most part with little throwbacks to their previous matches, like working Tony's back and, uh, a little bit, you know. And um, uh, I thought, uh, well, where where would you say this ranks for you amongst your um? Because it, obviously it's their, their three match series. Uh, they faced each other on uh, in episode twelve of NXT. Uh, UK in the final for the for this championship had to crown the first one they faced off at Takeover Blackpool, um, which I think is designated as episode twenty-five of the show. And obviously this one now. So yeah, where does it rank for you? Blackpool in general is the best match
1: in theory. It's it they sell everything great. It's a spectacle
0: crowd is nuts. And it
1: probably has a yeah. It, yeah the crowd goes nuts. The room is immaculate. It's great. However, I think maybe I preferred this match apart I maybe didn't like the surroundings, the crowd, etc, but they hate each other and it just keeps growing and they're selling everything I think, and it's just I just wish that, I I just wish and hope going on this keeps going because this has got legs these two the sky's the limit if the writing's correct And I really hope that we see more and more of this. Not too much. I don't want to see um, us getting overly spoiled. I don't think this will happen like um, when we got the Andrade call up on SmackDown and it felt like three weeks in a row we got the same kind of matches um, with him and as good as those matches were, they were matched the night every night. I don't want to see this feud get spoiled. I want it to be special every time I see the two of them in the ring, but i Across the next 18
0: months, I want to see plenty of it without going OTT. Do you think Rhea Ripley uh, stays in NXT UK now? Or does she go over to NXT? Because we appear I... to be getting some... It looks like uh, the main roster is uh, going to start butchering NXT. Or well, the, um, but the time. I, also, I should point out, at the time of recording this, uh, the big massive announcement on NXT hasn't actually aired yet. So by the time this does, the show does so, air, we'll know what I the presume... big announcement is. Do we?
1: Do you think you know what it is? Because I do.
0: I know there's some theories out there that it's um, either that uh, that the show is becoming a two-hour show. Uh, it's gonna be part of the superstar shakeup in in the sense of uh, NXT potentially getting its own talent from Raw and SmackDown, or potentially going onto um, onto live television uh, on you know Fox uh, Sports or something like that. So I mean, it makes sense to me that Rhea probably is going to head over there now. uh, uh so
1: I think. Yeah, the, the rumour I take most into is I believe they are going to make it the third brand. I think it's going to be... And the Superstar Shake-Up is thus going to... It'll be a three-way thing. Yeah. And that makes me think that I just wonder if Rhea comes across. Uh, because she's she's a star in waiting. That's not to say I would love to see her stay with the UK because I want to see this UK thing go through the roof. But she... that. NXT becomes the third brand and it starts to become mainstream telly, she, she's a step away from being a star. Yeah, you need a,
0: a re-Ripley there, don't you? With the, with the, Shayna Baszler presumably is going to head over to the main roster at some and, point. And that's a match we need to see. Rhea Ripley, Shayna Baszler would be an absolute riot. God, who the hell? Well, um, imagine if they were a tag team. Well, <laughs> that's, you, you... that's even more of a, a crazy thought.
1: <laughs> yeah, well... You never know if the, you know...
0: Got those women's tag team bouts now.
1: The, well, that's a thing. Yeah, that's...
0: It's the possibility. for this. For the what women your, at the
1: moment, the sky's the limit.
0: Yeah, what was your favourite uh, match from the show then? So you got the uh, you got the tag team match that opened it, uh, Trent Seven and uh, Shane Thorne, and then Rhea versus Tony. I think which the tag match watched. is
1: probably... Uh, as much as I like the 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 main event I think the tag match did it for me wow. okay. um, I I thought um, maybe it was an maybe it was an over expectation thing um, yeah. but the tag match had everything the length was great and I wouldn't have been I wouldn't have been gutted if it kept going um, it it went from being what I thought was a a nailed on just smash and grab and we're there and it's just a total squash it went from that to Oh, I don't know which way this is going to land now, and it, it was a great match for that.
0: Yeah, the uh, I think well, this is the joy of the show, which yeah. is just having fans talk about what what they enjoy about wrestling and getting different opinions. Because for me, I, I think my favorite match was the uh, Trent Seven Shane Thorne. I just think it was just something where I thought it was going to be a three minute match just to get Trent over, and it just it, it was something so much more, almost like what you got from the tag match. It just I just got stuff from that. Maybe I've been sleeping on Shane Thorne. I mean, you go online and you see people saying. Uh, don't sleep on this guy um, and uh, he, uh, saying no he needs to impress so he, I, think he, I think he was in the World's Collide tournament himself wasn't he um, off the top of my head so I think um, I believe so yeah, yeah. yeah which I think he was a surprise sort of entrant for NXT in that uh, the um, yeah I, I really enjoyed that match so that's not like I said not to say that Rhea Ripley and Tony Storm wasn't a good match at all because all three we were spoiled this week really actually I, I think we uh, I well, just well, let's talk about the show in general. I just think between video packages, it felt more like NXT UK. Last week, I don't think we really got any video packages. Uh, this week felt like they had a bit more time to film stuff. Felt like a show. Yeah, yeah. and it felt we were getting – it felt like a proper NXT episode, you know, and uh, good wrestling, um, multiple pa- uh, video packages backstage or interviews, and the little bits for, you know, Nina Samuels. They always put the little, I love the little ones they always put in that don't add anything to story, but they're just a little sort of reminder. I used to love the Ginny ones, the Fashionista ones, um, when before she made a proper debut on the show, you know, and um, yeah, I, I just thought everything clicked. It. Uh, did you enjoy this week's episode? I'm assuming you did from our conversation.
1: I I thought it was absolutely fantastic. I, and I think if you were coming in and you hadn't tried the product yet, this was the show. This you got a tag match. You got a, you got a male. You got a male one on one. You got a female one on one. You got some packages, and you got arguably for me jordan devlin one of the best stars on the product giving you giving you a promo i felt it showed the depth that we've got on the oh, show
0: yeah, well, yeah we've got we've got a stacked roster that's just going to get bigger the more they oh. start bringing some people over from nxt or the more sign-ins i think there's people on the the indie scene right now who who want to come over i mean int- interestingly you know all elite wrestling have just announced one sign in um from the UK, uh, that I thought might have been headed towards NXT, which is uh, Kip Sabian. But uh, so there's a, yeah. that, you know, there's a little bit of, there's uh, a little bit of aggressive uh, signings going on, even on that UK scene. So be curious to see what happens at NXT UK. Uh, obviously, just before I send send you off, Stephen. Um, we, as we say, we're, we're 30 episodes, 31 episodes into NXT UK, and this is only the first episode of We Are the Universe. So we've missed lots. Um, so I would just be curious to know what your, what's it been your favourite match on the show. Like, on NXT UK so far? If you can even put it down to one.
1: I could probably pull it down to one, and it was the,
0: the crowning of the, the tag
1: champs ah, of Black Bill, yeah, to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. Um, as a match, it was, it was wouldn't quite go flawless, but it was it was everything that surrounded it. The first time you... Ta- tag titles are important at the moment after us getting the first female ones since 1989 or whatever it was. And it went to the right people. In the end, I realized the NXT ones went to the right people because they are heel beyond belief yeah. and it's the correct choice for now. I, um, I thought, as I say, I think the match was great. I loved that ballroom. The first takeover, I thought just the whole scene setting was great and that match had beyond belief, the amount of times I thought there were five, six times I was on the edge of the seat going, this is over, this is over oh, it's not, it's not, and just jumping about, and that doesn't happen all the time with WWE Um, this week we've been spoiled with a few of those, but that match just had me sitting there gasping for air
0: Yeah, Um, it's funny because I can't whittle down my favourite matches to one, I've tried I've tried and i tried Uh, but uh, I have um, a top three in no particular order and actually that match is one of them uh, and having been there live for it as well I mean it was I can't even describe everything you described there that you got from viewing it on the on the television uh screen was was times 10 in there you know it was crazy I mean even though they'd filmed three matches before that takeover um for the live crowd um which were you know the crowd allowed but came alive when the actual production started for takeover you know and then that was the first match like you said that um, yeah, it was, and it was just a brilliant match as well. And it went, it went a long time. I don't know the minutes off the top of my head, but it went long, and it was a proper takeover match. So I, I fully expect that when they start putting together their best matches of 2019 on WWE Network or on their DVDs or whatever, I would expect to see that match, that match on there. My my other two favorite matches, and I'm be curious. I think I get a feeling you might agree with me on these. Is um, Pete Dunn versus Jordan Devlin uh, from uh, absolutely in Birmingham. Yeah. Um, the second set of tapings that that was that for me was just a brilliant brilliant match uh, and also Pete Dunne match because he, he has very few of them on NXT UK but uh, another one of his was uh, his match against Danny Birch uh, which I can't remember if it was episode four or five uh, that is a that's a
1: really solid like I don't I actually don't think that would come up in many people's favourites technically but I think it's a it's a bit of a, it's a wrestling fans match for me. Oh yeah. Blew me away. Blew me away. That much. Di- the different styles and stuff like that. And the one I will say that we're not allowed to say is De- Devlin Balor is great, but I feel we're <laughs> not allowed to, you know, it's, it, a cheat. it's, yeah, it's, it's cheating. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's,
1: that's cheating. You can't you, you can have one of the best performers in the world just drop into your show. And of course he was going to be that good. And his background would Devlin's great, so I w- I'd have been shocked the other way if it hadn't been. You know, for me, that's you know we're going on the Meltzer scale. We're surely talking fours at least. You know, yeah. it's a it's a great match, but I feel we'd be cheating and we'd be taken away from the NXT
0: UK talent to mention Balor. Yeah, although I do I do, I do technically classify him now as an NXT UK superstar. <laughs> he, now, he's now he's here. Let's give us more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get get him in Ooh. Coventry, <laughs> or, <laughs> yeah, or Coventry, Coventry, as ah, uh, Vic keep... Joseph keeps saying, uh, and no one no one appears to be uh, <laughs> correcting him at all. Um, so we're gonna have, we're gonna have six weeks of that, um, oh taking, us in, taking us taking us into So Stephen, mate, uh, that's. That's all we've got to say about this week's episode. I don't know if you had any final final thoughts you just wanted to share before before we go. No, just thank you for having me. It's been no, great thank, to chat Thank about. you very much for coming on, on board, Stephen. It's been a great conversation. We'll, we'll definitely have to get you back on here uh, regularly. Uh, great to hear your thoughts on it. Uh, I definitely hope you do get tickets for for one of the um, tapings this year, whether it's download or maybe a, a return to Scotland uh, for yourself. I shall. Um,
1: I shall keep you in the loop. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Thank, thank you very much, Stephen. Cheers. Thank you. See you. Yes. What a great conversation that was with Stephen. I hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as I enjoyed taking part in it. I thought that Stephen picked up on on things from NXT UK 31 that I hadn't picked up on and vice versa. And it's a very positive and fun conversation uh, just talking with a fellow wrestling fan about the thing that we love which is pro wrestling and in this instance NXT UK in particular Uh, I hope that um, we have you back next week Uh, I will certainly be back next week and I will be chatting NXT UK 32 at that point Uh, we've got a great card lined up for next week just some of the matches you know, um, just looking at Tyler Bate, Jack Gallagher for me is a standout match I can't wait to break that down with with my next guest or guests. You know, we're not, not limiting the numbers on this. And we're certainly, certainly gonna not, um, well, we're gonna have Stephen back on the show again, I think, without question. Uh, so again, thank you for listening to all of that. Now, I just wanna put on to this now, as we end the show, I wanna quickly tell you why we're here, and I think you've picked up on it as we've gone, is that we're all about positive, positive thoughts on wrestling. It's, this is, you, we could, you could go anywhere. And I'm stumbling on my words just, just trying to say this because I'm so excited about being positive about wrestling. You can go anywhere on social media or on the internet and see people breaking things down and looking for something bad, looking for something negative. And apparently that's what good critiquing is. But what, how about you break something down and, uh, and look for something positive? Find something good in everything. And that's what we're going to do on, the, on this show, We Are The Universe and we'll do that every week or every episode, whichever whatever we're covering. Uh, and that is going to be our that's our that's our gimmick. You <laughs> know, that's us. We don't want to be complaining about what we're seeing on TV. We don't want to be fantasy booking to a, a just a degree that. We can't enjoy what the actual booking is because we've come up with such an amazing new one in our head and i'll give you a i'll give you a tip guys if you want to enjoy wrestling stop fantasy booking that's the that's such a key thing like i got caught in that myself years and years ago and uh, I'm, i've come through it I'm, I'm on the other side now but uh, it was it was a dark place for a while where i couldn't get any satisfaction from what i was watching and do you know what when you just chill when you just sit back enjoy it it's great fun uh, there's loads of podcasts out there talking about wrestling uh, ones focused on just on NXT UK. But I feel like we've got a voice here that we can use and we can stand out a little bit from those other wonderful, wonderful podcasts. So please listen to all of them and, and certainly do listen to us. Uh, we uh, can be followed on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we are we are NXT UK actually is the, the handle on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we have about close to 8,000 followers uh, across both platforms. I think partly due to potentially people um believing that we are the official official w nxt uk instagram account which we've never pretended to be <laughs> we are not um but you know what this might be your first time finding that out uh, but i hope you still stick with us i love what we do over on there uh, our twitter's flying as well uh, we do have a instagram account for this show which is only just set up so it's not very active it is uh we are the universe podcast and uh, we are on twitter Uh, I'll give that handle in a future episode once we've got that up and going. Uh, But certainly for now, just follow us at WeAreNXTUK. I'm engaged on there every single day. And that's what this is about, engaging with other fans. If you're interested in coming on the show and want to chat, uh, you might have noticed that the sound sometimes isn't uh, wonderful on this show just yet. But that's because, trust me, I've got some very good gear that I could be using to record this show. But I'm using a wonderful service provider that means I can get just people who don't have that kind of gear yet on this show very easily just through their phones. And uh, that is the price we're paying in our sound quality for the time being, just to get as many voices on here as we can. And uh, that, that's the key thing for me. That's more important to me uh, than anything else. So I'll just leave you on that on that note of positive, positive energy. It was a great episode of NXT UK this week. I can't wait to talk NXT, NXT UK uh, with you next week. And uh, again, look forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much for listening to this first show. Uh, it's, been, it's been a blast. Uh, I will see you next week. And this is Kyle West signing out.